Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Todd Talks, your morning dose of whatever I want to talk about, delivered as is, without any edits. So it's Tuesday, July 3rd, the day before the 4th of July, here in America, and excited. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going back to Boston, my home, celebrate a little bit, be fun, but that's not what I'm going to talk about today. No talking about fear. Fear of several things. So I've mentioned in previous episodes, I like to group things in three. Today I have six. Started off with three, and then some of them kind of like spiraled off. I think fear is a very big topic. Fear a lot of things. Now I'm not going to talk about things like fear of heights. I don't necessarily have that kind of stuff. Or like, I don't know, fear of spiders. Like I understand those are very, can be very real fears to certain people. Uh, The ones I'm focusing on have a lot more to do with interacting with other people. Maybe people-based fears or perceptions. Another way to do it. So, jumping right on in. I think one, the biggest one I always feel is fear of failure. I think we own a lot of us do that. And you know, it's okay to fail. I think definitely, definitely okay to fail as long as you learn something from it. You know, fail forward. Don't fail backwards. I fail all the time, right? No one, no one's going to get it right 100% of the time. They did, I mean, great for them, but I don't think that's realistic. I don't think that's human. And when you do fail, it's not you can't beat yourself up over it. Like, yes, you should take time to process it, understand it, figure out what went wrong. But hopefully you can take that time to, you know, analyze, maybe work with others, determine what didn't go well, what went well, and how the next time when you're in a that position or a similar position, you can make the right adjustments to continue and go to the next step. Right? Like if I picked up a basketball right now, I shot and missed. I mean, that's very likely. That's a very likely outcome. But I wouldn't let that fear of it stop me from trying. Now, I know failure goes along with practice and patience and persistence. I've been actually jumbling a lot of that in my mind these last couple of weeks. Because if you've noticed, I didn't record an episode these last couple of weeks. It's got a lot going on. Uh, that I wanted to focus on, therefore wasn't the right mindset, wasn't able to really wake up being like, all right, I'm excited to deliver an episode. But so that there was a lot of fear there, right? Because I feel, I would even say that fear of failure, like, oh, I was failing my community or I was failing myself because I told myself I'd do it once or twice a week. Though now looking back, the average is more just like once a week total, which is totally okay, right? Adjustment is not a big deal. I'm learning that, hey, Maybe it is more difficult than I thought to like be able to wake up inspired and be like, here's a long discussion, a produ- hopefully productive discussion about these different topics. So, yes, fear of failure, fail forward. I probably incorporate this a lot. And then this kind of directly ties in the next thing, fear of not being perfect, the idea of chasing perfect. No one's perfect. Even, even if you look at someone's life through one lens, let's pretend you look at someone's life through YouTube or Instagram or every morning when you grab coffee, 
you may be able to perceive in that moment life is really good or your 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 ideal of perfection but that's not reality and it's very difficult to you know going back even going back to like you know doing a jump shot or three pointer or layups whatever the basketball analogy you're not going to get it right the first time you may get it in but maybe your form isn't 100% right and that's okay i mean that's what practicing is all about it's what like going forward again is all about again when the first time you do something obviously not going to be perfect but that sometimes feel like that fear can be very limiting great example i was asked by a really great friend to dj his uh party it was like his birthday another friend's birthday there was overall housewarming i was very honored that he asked me to dj for those of you who don't know i've been practicing learning since the beginning of this year i've been taking classes at uh, the scratch academy down in new york and here in new york classes at once or twice a week depending on my schedule and how that all works out and i haven't done a set live for anyone else right? i did a couple for the class did a couple for friends that came over but you know a maximum like 10 15 minutes this time i had to do something that was almost 2 hours long and i was asked about this maybe almost a month ago a little oh yeah a little over a month ago this party by the way just happened this past weekend went really well went really well but you know when i was first asked i was like in my head i was just like not good enough i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to fail or i'm not going to be perfect and people are going to hate it like all this negative pessimistic energy that wasn't in the right place you know i don't even know why cuz i know a lot of times when i put my mind to something i'm going to do it and that's end up what happening so friday night um i was supposed to go out next year this i'm going to jump i'm going to jump cuz a lot of these fears kind of like blend in at least for me they blend in a lot together so i was i was going to go out friday night but at that point, I didn't like the the days I was gonna I was selecting to like practice and curate my sets, figure out how I was gonna perform for that hour and a half, two hours. Came to that night, I was or didn't have the time. Didn't have the time to practice for that week. There was a couple work deadlines that I had to get done, and that's made me stay late at work. Again, it's end of quarter, end of cycle, really, end of like six months, end of financial year. So it can be a very, very difficult time, especially with people going away this week. So a lot happened last week in terms of work, work, but that's life. So by that point, didn't have time to practice. Really wanted to practice because I didn't want to show up Saturday night and be like, I don't know what I'm doing, or like be more have like I guess performance anxiety for DJing or you know what do you mean this is like when you don't feel prepared you're just like you can mess up or like you or analyze anyway this blends into the, the another fear fear of saying no and it's not for like things like you know i would say this is more for event based or even for asks now it's not like i i i in my deep in my mind i i, I want to say no but i think i'm just someone who if i have the time even if it's not the best use of my time or even if it's not the priority in my life right now i will drop whatever i'm doing to help so if someone asks me a question i don't even matter what i'm doing i'll stop it and if i know if i can answer to help out i will 
similarly, if someone says, hey, like, it would be great if you were able to come to this event. If I'm free that night, I'll go. Now, it's not like I don't want to go, but definitely now in my current state with all these different activities I'm trying to pursue, whether it be DJing, improving, this podcast, and building that out, the other podcast, the personship, work, working out, like all these other goals that I have for this year, it's hard to balance that. So even if I may have that time free, sometimes it may just be better to unfortunately decline. And I just that I think there's like a weird fear of being like, uh, I'll be judged or otherwise be looked down upon for declining. Again, I definitely think I get in my own head because if the roles were reversed, I think that's just something that's a, a good mindset generally. So if the roles were reversed, how would you feel about that? So if I invited a bunch of people to, let's say, a party or a get-together, naturally I understand that some people can't go. It's a very natural thing. Like not everyone is free at the same time. And when someone says, oh, I can't go, it's not, to me, it's not a big deal, right? But for some reason, I just assume or make that negative perception that, oh, that they would care. 99% of the time, they don't. And if they do care, they're not the right kind of person to be in my life. Or in that case, if you're experiencing something similar in your life. So anyway, fear not being perfect. So Friday night, I had to climb that event. I actually worked a little bit late, too. I think I worked until like 9, 9.30. Came home. I was like, all right, well, don't have a lot of time. I have, I, at that point, I had zero songs curated. Like, my friend, uh, whose birthday it was, and the party I was going to DJ at, gave me some ideas, and I was like, okay, let me just start going for it. And I started getting into it. I started downloading songs, started listening to them, see, like, where I should, trans- like, make some points, figure out, like, where I should transition, how I'm going like, to go through the set, you know. My, I started thinking, like, okay, how am I going to structure this? It's kind of like a story arc, right? Start, I'm probably start with some, like, something slow, more like hip-hop, some trap, and then kind of start building up, going through some more, like, you know, top 40 pop, up to, like, some EDM, some mainstream EDM. Never, didn't ever got to, like, main house, like, deep house or anything like that. But, you know, the songs that people can know the, the lyrics too, but also like, you know, groove a little bit too. And that would like, and the pace of that, the, or the beats per minute of that would increase over time. So I got into it. I got fully into it. Mainly because I didn't want to fail, right? And I, I wanted, and I wanted to be as good as possible. I pulled an all-nighter. I haven't pulled an all-nighter since college. Even when I pulled all-nighters in college, I definitely slept for like two hours here or there because I just didn't give a fuck. I cared less about how I did on homework because I, like, to me that was just like I was being graded on this thing that was abstract for me and not necessarily a person or an interaction or I wasn't necessarily feeling like I was being judged on a paper or judged on a test because that was a very one-to-one relationship versus things that I'm, I guess, performing or otherwise delivering into a big group of people, like facilitating presentations. I think I just naturally was like, oh, I'm going to be good at them and try to get good at this because that's important, or at least to me it was important. Anyway, pulled in an all-nighter. Still didn't think it was going to be great. Maybe I was like, I think I was still, like, I was still like, pulling to these like five minutes before I had to jump into a lift to get over there. Also was nervous because, or fearful because, I had an all-day summit. So going back to balancing a lot of things, I had this seven-hour parsnipship end-of-season summit that I was doing. So I pulled an all-nighter, seven hours, Partnership Summit. Then I had to perform at this DJ, and I was like, what if I just fall asleep standing? Thankfully, I didn't. Again, all these fears, right? It's just like, what if X? What if Y? Didn't ha- None of it happened. None of it happened. Everyone was very supportive. Um, my friend loved it. People came up to me who I didn't know. was like, this is great. Like, good job. 
ended up being great. Okay. And I finally was able to go to sleep. And it was one of the best sleeps of my life. So those all come in. And then I guess it goes to kind of like, so fear of saying no, the fear of not being perfect, fear of failure, those are really tying together. And, but you're to think about it. Like no one is Superman or Wonder Woman, but even those people, even those fictional people with superpowers, they need help, right? Think about like the Justice League, right? No one can do it alone. No one can do it alone. And sometimes it's me simply asking like, hey, can you listen to this set, like this 10 minutes, like give me your honest feedback. It's another thing I don't like doing, going back to like fear of asking for help. I love it, again, I love it when people ask me for help. Love it. Love it, I love knowledge sharing. Do it all day. Talk your ear off about that. But I, maybe this is the way I grew up. I just love figuring things out on my own. I just wanted to figure it out on my own. Probably why I got into technology, because I was like, oh, like, I can use this thing to, like, find answers. That's why I like Google, right? Use that. And then I can start building things. Like, I can build applications. Why well, I got into, like, coding for a minute. Why well, I majored in coding. So it was, like, these complex problems that I could, like, tinker and solve with and uh, manipulate code and technology and build cool things. Then I can help people because I can help people with writing code. But also because I need technology. I was really good with IT. I can solve people's technical problems because they weren't as well-versed in it. So I felt good about that. But then, you know, whenever I needed help, I would just like, I'm just going to double down on what I know, which is search. I'm going to search for the answer. Searching, obviously, is based off of my perception of what the problem is or my perception of what I need to find. That's not always right. It's always good to have someone else's opinion, someone else's perception to really save it. Because even sometimes when I was coding on a project or whatever, I would spend like eight hours and I would get nowhere then go to like a friend or a TA or even a professor and be like, hey, it's like, this is like, what are my thought processes? It could have been like a simple, sometimes this was a simple like two second being like, oh, did you think about it this way? Boom, that clicked in. But even though I've known I've had great success in the past of asking people for help, whether it be school or some of my previous jobs, even my current job, or just like help in other things in general, like, hey, could you help me move, for example? hate doing it. A lot of it's rooted in bothering people. That's how, again, goes that's that weird pessimistic attitude. Some sometimes it lingers there. Although I rationally understand like it's not a big deal. Again, it goes back to who do the kind what type of people do you want in your life? I want people in my life that would help each other out when someone asks. Just like well, that's what I like to give in, in friendships and relationships. When someone asks me for something, if I know I can do it and I I'll do it. I'll do it 100%. You know, I'll go 110%. Likewise, I surround myself with a lot of people that do the same. Even with that, sometimes I just in the back of my mind. But I think it's really important. To, again, going back to surrounding yourself with the right people, there are assholes out there, period, right? But you can't think, project that on people that you say you care about, people that you say you have a good relationship with. Because then, if, that's, if it's true in reality not just in your head or in, in these in these fears that you manifest, that manifest, then you're not right hanging with the right people, right? You need to surround yourself with people that uplift each other and support each other because you it does affect you, right? If I'm spending a bunch of my time with certain groups of people or types of people, that will influence me. I also like to say that I'm a, I'm a reflection of the energy in the room. So if everyone else is around me is pumped up and energetic, I am there for a little bit more like that. I will provide that. I don't want to necessarily create space. 
I want hand space. Obviously, that's not true. People try to be pessimistic a little bit. Sometimes they'll try to like, quiet down a little bit or try to segue. Not always. I mean, but, but you know, that's just how I generally view myself. With the, kind of like that energy reflection. And I don't necessarily absorb it and it affects me too much before. Just like, all right, people right now want to, you know, run around. Let's run around. Cool. Sounds great. Let's do it. So, yeah, that's definitely a big one. It's definitely getting over that because you know, no one can do it alone. I think I've already said that a few times. And everyone who's been successful in life, at least a lot of people that I know and I've looked into, have done it with other people. And surrounding. So it goes back to strengths and weaknesses. You have a lot of strengths. Other people have a lot of strengths. Some of them overlap. Sometimes you don't have weaknesses. You can fill those gaps. And it's not a big deal. Like, it's no one has every single strength. That would be impossible. I mean, if you do, great for you. But, you know, I don't. So it's just learning around those things. And then the fear of asking for help, I mean, doesn't, I guess this, is, this kind of ties a little bit about the idea of just like bothering and the generally of like, I would say approach anxiety. So let's go at a party and let's pretend it's a big party and I don't know anyone. I can't, I can't work that crowd. I, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to bother someone. They're not having, maybe I don't want to infringe on their good time or if there's a group of people, I don't want to infringe on their good time. But otherwise, it's like the opposite, though. It doesn't bother me. Let's pretend I'm in a group of, like, friends or people I just met. We're chatting, whatever. Someone wants to join the circle. Great. Like, it's totally cool. I guess that kind of varies, like, the issue with that. Um, so even, let's pretend, oh, I got another good one. So let's pretend I need this actually, well, I've changed this a lot recently. But let's pretend I'm out and about and I'm looking for something. Like, let's pretend I'm looking for a store. Uh, let's just say I don't have my phone. I don't want to pull out my phone. It's just like... I can quickly ask for like, hey, is, is, I can just be like, hey, is there a bodega around? All right, this is trying to grab something real quick. And I don't want to pull out my phone because it's like, why do you, uh, why do people always need to pull out the phone? goes back to like, I need to do it myself, right? Sometimes it's good to ask for people. It's like, hey, do you know any good um, restaurants around here? Something so simple. So simple. Instead, I'm like, no, I'm going to have to pull out my phone and like search it. Like, the searching, it can only help you so much. But, like, yes, you're right. That person I may ask may not know. That person may be like, I'm not from around here. Perfect. Reasonable answer. But I don't know why. Things like, even small things like that, don't like doing. I would never be good at cold calling. I remember I had a job once where I, like, go door-to-door canvassing, asking for, like, signatures and money. It was, like, I think I did it for one day. One day, because I hated doing it so much. Even though I had a reason to be there, I was just like, oh, you know, I'm knocking on this person's door. I'm going to bother them. Don't want to have that interaction. But at the same time, it's like people expect that, right? Either they will be willing to hear you out or they won't. And you just have to respect that. It's not an insult to you. It's just, it's just the reality of the situation at that moment. However, it's interesting because that's the initial, like, the approach. But once that's over, oh, my God, in it, right? Once I'm friends with you, I can talk, whatever, all day. But the, I don't know. It's, a, it's very interesting. I think I think there's definitely more to explore here, generally speaking. But, yeah, those are... I'm going to leave it at that. Those are my six fear things. So to recap, in summary, fear of failure. But when that happens, fail forward, not backwards. Fear of being perfect. No one is perfect. Just practice it. Be persistent. I'm actually going to talk more about that in a later episode. Fear of asking for help. Again, no one can do it alone. Even 
Superman, Superman, Wonder Woman, they need to ask for help. So go for it. Fear of rejection. You know what? That's just a natural part of life. Sometimes you'll get something, sometimes you won't. But you won't know unless you ask. If you said, like, oh, I've always wanted to work here, go apply. What's there to lose? You don't get the job? So what? If you never ask, then you'll never get it. Then uh, fear of saying no. Again, if you're busy, it makes sense. Or you can say, not right now, maybe later. Let's pretend you're really, you are really busy. And you're like, oh, I can't like help the second. Hey, you simply ask the question. Hey, could I help you out in an hour? If they really, if they, if it's not like a dire situation where that person's gonna die the next hour, probably say yeah. It's not a big deal. And then this is a general fear of approach. Again, if you're going in with a positive, good attitude, well-intentioned, just go for it. You know, if you, you know, pretend you're running somewhere and, you know, you need to grab a quick bite to say, if you see someone, you know, assuming they don't have headphones on, they're like, they look, like you always approach someone in the front, for example, don't approach someone in the back, that's kind of creepy. But, you know, if you're just like, hey, like, do you know if there's a bodega around? Or like, hey, like, do you know if there's a CVS around? Maybe they won't. Maybe they don't. If they do, great. If they don't, you can ask the next person. Or at that, that point, like, okay, let me just check my phone. You know? I think we need to think more about being in a community instead of being isolation. I think that's where a lot of this came from. A lot of these things, at least for me, are like, okay, the idea of me versus everyone else. Why does that have to be that? Why can't it be me and everyone else? And let's do it. And let's leave it at that. Hope you have a great day. And I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. Bye.